what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. You got to look through the eyes of faith. When your whole world is falling apart, there's been a tragedy. There's been a casket. And you don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to work with it. You've got to dig down deep and say, Lord, I thank you that you are still on your throne. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, turn with me please to the book of 2 Kings, the book of 2 Kings chapter 3, 2 Kings chapter 3, beginning in verse 16, and Elisha said, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, ye shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain, yet that valley shall be filled with water, that you may drink both ye and your cattle and your beast. And this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. And you shall smite every fenced city and every choice city, and shall fell every good tree, and stop all the wells of water, and mar every good piece of land with stones. And it came to pass in the morning, when the meat offering was offered, that behold, there came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Glory to God, the country was filled with water. Our country's in trouble today, ladies and gentlemen. Our leadership has led us into the valley where there is no water. As I stand here before you today, Russia and China are coming together as a superpower and they're plotting against this nation. Our enemies have gathered at our borders, and they've been coming across open borders now for some time. And they're going to take over this country if God's people don't start digging some ditches in this valley that we find ourselves in. And if we'll dig some ditches in this valley... God's going to fill it up with the water of the Holy Ghost, which is so desperately needed. Glory to God. I feel that today. Digging ditches in your valley. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before your throne of grace today. I thank you for the opportunity to stand before these people and to minister your word. Lord, I thank you for every person that's under the sound of my voice today, whether they be here in the service, 
out in the parking lot, listening by radio, the internet, podcast, CD, or some other device. Lord, I thank you for the platform that you have given, and I thank you for every person you brought this way. Lord, I ask this morning for the anointing of your Spirit. Make my tongue as a ready writer. Make my lips as a flame of fire. May your word go forth today and accomplish that for which you would have it to accomplish. Anoint me today, anoint the people to hear and to receive of your word, that we all might be drawn closer to you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Jehoram, king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, along with the king of Edom, they have gathered an army of thousands, thousands, tens of thousands of men, and they have gone off into the valley of Edom to put a stop to the Moabite rebellion. Rebellion is something that is in the heart of every human being. That rebellion that is there is caused by a sin nature that we are all born with. That sin nature that we all have is that propensity to do wrong. What is wrong? There are all kind of definitions today. Some say there's a gray line. If you want to know what right and wrong is, ladies and gentlemen, it can be found in this Bible that I hold in my hands. This book is a book of absolutes. There are some things that are absolutely right, and there are some things that are absolutely wrong. But we're all dominated by a sin nature. That rebellion that's in the heart of man against God. And if it's not put down, if it is not stopped, it will destroy you. It will destroy you. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The leadership of that day was trying to address... The rebellion, trying to address the problems. And they went off into the wilderness of Edom. Edom, you can trace its history back to Esau. Esau and Jacob. Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of stew to satisfy his flesh. Edom is a type of the flesh. The leadership of that day was going off in a direction of the flesh to try to solve the problem. Our country today is using the means of the flesh to try to solve our problems, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. You can do it through and by the ways of the flesh, and the flesh can only get you so far before you run out of water. And without water, we die, ladies and gentlemen. Water is a type of the Holy Spirit. The best way, the only way, according to the Word of God, to solve your problem 
is through and by the cross of Jesus Christ. What Jesus did at Calvary by paying man's sin debt opened up the door for the Holy Spirit to come into the hearts and lives of all of those who believe. And the water of the Holy Spirit flowing within our hearts and lives, that is life. Jesus said that I, I, he said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. We are dead to God as far as our relationship to God is concerned. Oh, but when you accept Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit quickens you to the things of God. Before you got saved, you could not care less about going to church. Oh, but now that you're saved, you're here every time the church doors open, or at least you ought to be. At least there should be a desire in your heart for the things of God. You have a desire in your heart now to read the Word. Some of you in here today, you're reading the Word now, and you're learning some things now that you didn't know before. Why? That's the Holy Spirit moving and working in your heart and life. There is a rebellion in the heart of man. And there's only two ways you can address it. You can go the way of Edom where there is no water and die. Or you can go the way of the cross. And if you'll go the way of the cross, there's guaranteed the water of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God and God can do anything. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said the Holy Spirit is God and he can do anything. Whatever it is that you need today, God can do it. He does it through and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit only works within the confines of the finished work of Christ and our faith in what Jesus did there. They find themselves in this valley with no water. Thousands and thousands of soldiers have followed them there. Camels and horses and beasts loaded down with supplies to fight a war. And now they've gone seven days journey into this wilderness and there's no water. No water for the soldiers to drink. No water for the animals. If they don't get some water pretty quick, dehydration will set in. And when you're dehydrated, you start to hallucinate. You start to see things. You, you're dry. What are we going to do? Jehoshaphat said, ain't, ain't there a prophet of God that we can go and talk to about this? And One of the king's servants said, yeah, there's Elisha, the son of Shaphat. He poured water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is in his mouth. Let's, let's go to him. Folks, you got to go. Where the water is. You've got to go where the word of God is. 
Some of you listening by radio this morning, I wouldn't give you two pine cones for what you got. I would not give you two Nash County gnats that will crawl in your ear and wiggle around and irritate you. I would not give you two Nash County gnats for what you got. Because you're going to a church where the Spirit of God is not there. The Spirit of God ain't flowed in your church in years. That's because your preacher is anointed with formaldehyde. He's got more degrees than a thermometer, and he's been to school for this and that, but there is no anointing that is there. Preacher, you can go to school for years, and you can get an education in this and that and whatever the case, but unless the anointing of the Holy Spirit is there, you're wasting your time. A lot of preachers this morning will stand behind a pulpit and preach poison to the people because they don't believe this Bible that I hold in my hands. They don't believe it. Pin them up against the wall and they do not believe that Jesus Christ was born of the Virgin Mary. They do not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They do not believe that Jesus died on Calvary. Oh, they believe he died there. But oh, this coming up from the grave business. Now, I don't know about all that. My friend, if you don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you ain't saved. And how many of our churches today are filled with preachers that are not even saved? And if they are saved, they believe that the day of miracles is over. Oh, God doesn't heal today like he did. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. I said God can heal today just like he did 2,000 years ago. There are preachers that will tell you today that the days of miracles and gifts of the Spirit and all of that is over with. Not this old boy. I still believe that God is going to pour out His Spirit in the last days. Tongues are coming back. Prophecy is coming back. Gifts of healing is coming back. God's going to pour out His Spirit. If you ain't careful this morning, you might be speaking another language before you walk out this door today. God's going to pour out His Spirit in the last days. Glory to God. I feel that. Some of you ain't had anyone saved in your church in years. They couldn't get saved in there if they wanted to. Because the preacher ain't preaching the gospel. He is not preaching Christ and Him crucified. He's not preaching Christ and Him crucified for the sin problem that we all have. If they are preaching the cross, they're preaching it so that you can get rich. They're preaching it on how you can be a better you. You can't be a better you until the sin in your life has been addressed. And you can't get no better unless the issue of sin is addressed in the church. But a lot of preachers won't address it today because it might offend somebody. If you're going to a church like that, get out of that church. And get in a church where the gospel of Jesus Christ is being preached. Get in a church where the water of the Holy Ghost is flowing. Get in a church where the word of God is being preached and taught. 
Get in the church where the Holy Ghost can get a hold of you. Get in a church where there's some conviction. Get in a church where some things are right and some things are wrong. Good grace and mercy, we don't know what's right or wrong anymore today. We don't even know what bathroom to go into anymore. God help us. You got to go where the water is. You got to go where the word of God is being preached. We're going to go down to where Elisha's at. And God gave Elisha a word for those people. It was a strange word. It didn't make any sense. But he told them, 2 Kings 3 verse 16, make this valley full of ditches. Glory to God. Make this valley full of ditches. When life comes at you hard, and you find yourself in the valley. Dig down deep. Dig down deep and pull up a hallelujah. Dig down deep and pull up a glory to God. Dig down deep and pull up a thank you, Jesus. Well, you say, well, Brother James, I don't believe in all of that. That's your problem. That's your problem. You sit there on Sunday morning, if you even go to church, you sit there like a bump on a log, you never say amen, you never say praise God, you never say thank you Jesus. Your ditch is very shallow. And let me tell you, it's not going to hold much water. It's not going to hold any water. You got to dig down deep. You got to dig down deep below that tradition that you've always been taught. You got to dig down below that. Because let me tell you something. When you go to church, there are times when you should be quiet in the presence of the Lord. There are times when you should be quiet. And there are times when it is inappropriate for you to sit there like a bump on a log and never say anything when the Spirit of God is moving. Glory to God. Some of you are going to a church. There ain't been nobody in your church say amen in years. If you raised your hand, one of the ushers would come back there and say, Hey, have you got a problem? Can I help you with something? There's nothing wrong with raising your hands. There's nothing wrong with saying thank you, Jesus. There's something wrong with you if you don't do it. If you're in the valley of despair today, raise your hands and say, I thank the Lord that he is still on his throne. God is still on his throne. And I don't know what it is I'm going through right now. I don't know why God's allowing this right now. But he's going to bring me through. He's got a reason. He's got a purpose. And he works all things for the good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Glory to God. you got to dig down in your faith. you got to look through the eyes of faith. When your whole world is falling apart, life has come at you hard. 
there's been a tragedy. There's been a casket. And you don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to work with it. You've got to dig down deep and say, Lord, I thank you that you are still on your throne. Everything that happens in this life is only temporary. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a better day coming for those who will dig down deep in the Word of God and plant their faith in the Word of God and what Jesus Christ did at Calvary. There's a better day coming. He's gone away to prepare a place for us. And if He's gone away to prepare a place, He will come again and receive us unto Himself. This life is only temporary, folks. And you ain't going to take none of it with you. The only thing you're going to take with you is your faith. And one day when you stand before Him, your faith will end in sight. Glory to God. When you see Him face to face. Elisha said, make this valley full of ditches. Some of you need to dig a little deeper into the Word of God. Your knowledge of the Word is shallow. And you need to dig a little deeper into the Word of God. You need to dig out some of the things that's taking up your time. And dig. Dig on down a little deeper. How far do I need to dig, Brother James? It doesn't matter how how much you dig let me put it this way however far you dig god's going to fill it up so how much blessing do you want some of you need to dig into your prayer closet just a little bit more dig some of them shoes out i ain't got but two pair of shoes some of you ladies have got 52 pair of shoes. <laughs> Dig some stuff out of your prayer closet. Spend a little more time with the Lord. Get some of that junk out of your life. Some of them shoes you ain't wearing no more. Some of them clothes that are too small for you for some reason. Amen. I don't understand it. A suit that I wore a year ago, can't wear it now. I put one leg in, I don't know what to do with the other leg. Get in your prayer closet. The problem is when you start digging in a closet, you'll find some things that you didn't realize was there. And if you'll start digging into your prayer closet and spend a little more time with the Lord, He'll show you some things in your heart that ought not to be there. And by the high power of the Holy Spirit, you can dig those things out. He'll show you some things in your life that you've outgrown, but it's still there and you need to get it out. Why? Because... Need to make a little more room for something else. God's got something good for you, but he can't give it to you because you still got some junk in your life that you need to dig out. You need to dig some ditches in your valley. Digging ditches is hard work. 
Some of you need to dig out some of the things that's keeping you from church. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying today? You got time for everything else in the world, but you ain't got time for church. You ain't got time for the things of God. Oh, but you got time for God when everything's going wrong. You don't even know the preacher's name until you got a problem. Oh, good grace and mercy. 2 Kings 3, verse 17. For thus saith the Lord, ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain. Yet this valley shall be filled with water, that you may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. What happened? On a hill far away, there was a storm of wind and rain that they knew absolutely nothing about. And the water from that storm flowed down that hill into the valley. 2,000 years ago, on a hill far away, a battle was raging for the souls of mankind. And Jesus Christ shed His blood on Calvary. He paid man's sin debt. And the price that He paid there opened up the door for the Holy Spirit to flow. And thank God it flowed into my valley. Glory to God. Thank God it flowed into your valley. I didn't see it. I wasn't there when Jesus died. But I believe it. I believe it. I wasn't there on the day of Pentecost. When the Spirit came in like a mighty rushing wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. I wasn't there when the cloven tongues of fire appeared. And they all spake in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. I wasn't there when that happened. But let me tell you something today. I got my Holy Ghost backhoe. And I'm digging ditches in my valley. Because I'm believing God to pour out His Spirit again in these last days. He said in the last days. Acts chapter 2 verse 17. In the last days I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. Glory to God. How much of it do you want? That's how deep a ditch you need to dig. That's how long a ditch you need to dig. If you dig it shallow, then that's all you're going to get. If you dig it deep, God's going to fill it up. Church, we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our churches again. We need it. So desperately needed. And God's already started pouring out His Spirit in places. He's pouring it out in places where the folks are digging. He's pouring it out in places where people want it. Do you want it? We'll start digging ditches in your valley.
He didn't stop there. 2 Kings 3 verse 18. He said, this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. God is not only going to pour out His Spirit in these last days, but He's going to deliver people from the bondages of sin that's in their life. And not only is He going to deliver people from the bondages of sin and bad habits, but I believe there's going to come a revival of healing. God's going to heal His people. Physical healing. Spiritual healing. Healing all the way around. We serve a God that's a healer today. There is a balm in Gilead. Glory to God. Do you believe it? Start digging a ditch in your valley. Start claiming it. Well, it's hard, Brother James. I know it's hard. Fresh out of high school, I had a job with an electrical company. I was digging ditches all the time. I dug up a car motor one time. That's strange. You start digging, ain't no telling what you'll find. You let God the Holy Ghost start digging into your life a little bit. He'll dig up some things that you didn't even realize was there. And it's hard. It's difficult. Somebody asked me last week, what kind of car motor was it, Brother John? I don't know. I just know it was a pain in my arms (laughs) and other places. But deliverance is coming. Second Kings 3 verse 20. It came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered. This was the time of the morning sacrifice. That sacrifice pointed to Christ and what Christ would do for us at Calvary. It came to pass in the morning at the time of the meat offering when it was offered behold there came water by the way of Edom and the country he that has an ear let him hear and the country and the country the United States of America And everywhere else this gospel goes that believes in Christ and Him crucified. And the country was filled. The country was filled with water. Right now our country is filled with formaldehyde. Right now our country is dry. But for the believers, are you getting this? For the believers who will dig ditches in this valley that we're in, God's going to fill this country with water. Do you believe it? Start digging ditches in your valley and expect God to fill it up with the water of the Holy Ghost. Behold, there came water by the way of Edom and the country was filled with water. Church, we've been in the valley long enough with no water. It's time to dig. The water came. 
because those men believed the word of the Lord and they dug ditches in their valley and God filled it up. Second Kings 3 verse 21. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings were come up to fight against them, they gathered all that were able to put on armor and upward and stood in the border. Right now, our enemies have gathered at our borders to take over our country. Right now, as I stand before you, Russia and China are coming together as a superpower and they're plotting against our nation, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible says in verse 22, they rose up early in the morning. Both of these communist countries have been planning our demise for years. It's nothing new. It's just not out there as it once was for the public to see and realize and understand the dangers of communism. Or was it just a few weeks ago they flew a weather balloon? They flew it over different places all the way across the country. And, 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 and that's not the thing that really concerns me, folks. What really concerns me is they knew about it. And this administration let that thing fly all the way across the country. And then when it got done with its mission, they shot it down. Oh, praise the president because he shot down the weather balloon. Too late. It should have been shot down the moment it got into American airspace. But this weak administration allowed it to happen. America needs to wake up. God's people need to wake up. And dig into a prayer closet and pray for our country. Pray for our leaders. That they'll make right decisions instead of foolish decisions. Amen. Folks, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. But verse 22 says that the sun shone upon the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. They knew that there had been conflicts between these kings in the past. Folks, our enemies know of the racial conflicts that have gone on in this country in the past. And today, today, they're using the news media to exploit that to divide our country even further. That's why you can't watch CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, because it's all a part of the plan. Verse 23, they said, this is blood. The kings are surely slain, and they have smitten 
one another. Folks, our nation has never been more divided than what it is right now. Just 20 years ago, we could have a debate, we could have a discussion, and there would be disagreement between the two parties. And we'd come to a point we'd just agree to disagree and we'd move on. But it's not like that today, ladies and gentlemen. If you disagree with me now, you're my enemy. And I will kill you. That's where we're at today. The kings are surely slain and they have smitten one another. And we're divided today over foolishness, folks. We're divided over foolishness. They said, now therefore, Moab, get to the spoil. Folks, our enemies want to take away our freedoms. They want to take away everything that we hold dear and true. And I'm not just talking about our enemies out there that are coming against our country, but I'm talking about the enemy of your soul is out to kill, to steal, and to destroy, and take away everything that you hold dear and true to the spoil. Verse 24, when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites so that they fled back to their own country. An ambush. They rose up. Church, it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up and take a stand for the Word of God. It's time to dig ditches in our valley so that God can fill those ditches up with water. That victory was won that day because of the blood. When the sun shone upon those ditches, it had the appearance of blood. And they thought they had won. You see, when Satan looked at the foot of the cross and he saw the blood that was shed there, he thought, I've got him now. I've won now. But little did he know. He thought Jesus Christ was defeated. There are preachers today who will even go so far as to say that the cross was the greatest defeat in human history. I'm here to tell you today that the cross was the greatest victory that mankind has ever known. Glory to God. And if you'll dig into that doctrine, ladies and gentlemen, dig some ditches into that doctrine, dig down deep into it, you'll see it. And God will fill that ditch up with the water of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. He'll do it. And you can rise up. Because of what Jesus Christ did at Calvary. The blood that he shed. 
opens up the door for the power of the Holy Spirit and we can rise up. We can rise up against the world, the flesh, and the devil. Glory to God. The blood. Verse 25. The Bible says they beat down the cities and every good piece of land cast every man his stone. And they filled and stopped all the wells with water and fell all the good trees. What is that? They're building on the, on the land. Reaping the benefits of the victory that was won. Mr. President, if you want to build back better, you're going to have to go back to the cross. Are you hearing me? Folks, if you want to build back better, it's going to the polls and voting, yes, but mainly it's digging into these altars and praying through and asking God to have mercy on our souls. Asking God to have mercy on our country. There are benefits in the Word. Dig into it. There are benefits in the cross. Dig into it. There are benefits in the blood that was shed at Calvary. Dig into it. There are benefits in prayer. Start digging into your prayer closet. Start digging into these altars on Sunday morning and praying through for God to move in your life and in our country. There are benefits in praising God. Dig in and offer up a sacrifice of praise to the Lord. Start digging ditches in your valley. And God will fill it up. Glory to God. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free cd copy of this message just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234 you can also go to establishedinthefaith.com there you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form but perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something again just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, 
Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Thank you.